What's up, everybody? This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in to The Unhidden Message. Today's podcast will be on how a believer's character should be in the last days. Lessons learned from Job's life. Stay tuned. God bless. What's up, everybody? This is Roderick. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. Um, Like I said, the title is How Believer's Character should be in the last days lessons learned from Job's life. So we will be in the book of Job. Um doing this short segment. Um before I do anything, let's pray. So Father God, just thank you for everybody that's listening, that's going to listen. Father, I, I pray that you remove distractions, Father. Holy Spirit, have your way on this podcast. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for everything that you're doing in everybody's lives that you're listening to. I pray, Lord, that you just this uh, podcast just being an encouragement um, to you. Uh, I mean, to them, and we just give you praise and honor in the name that's above every other name, the name of Jesus. Amen. So I really wanted to talk about this because uh, I was kind of like reading it this morning's Devo for myself. But I was like, well, I might as well just talk about it. And um, so this is like a devotional as well. I'm just keep it going. And I think it's really important to have these character traits and these lessons learned that from Job um, and know the distinction of when Satan's uh, attacking you. And because people are blaming every, a lot of people, a lot of Christians um, and people that don't not save. They're like, like, why God is allowing this to happen? Like, my, you know, somebody might had a sickness or. Something might have happened and everybody's blaming God. Like what's going on today in today's society, like violence and uh, murder and the coronavirus going around. And everybody's like a lot of people are blaming God. And and so this is a this is a podcast I really want to talk about because it's important for you as a believer or you're not saved. I always want to give you opportunity at the end of this podcast. So just stick with me um, to know that to have a discernment. In these last days, what what character traits to learn uh, from um, Job? Never heard of a Job, and that's fine. Uh, it's from the book of Job in the Bible. Uh, but it's something that really stuck out to me and really sticks out to every believer, even though this Old Testament, we're on the New Covenant, New Testament. And I think it's really important to see uh, what God said about Job's character in his life and why J- and Satan was jealous and wanted to uh, attack Job. And things like that. And um, and just to know the distinctions of the methods that he used to attack Job and know that if those distinctions are in your life or in society today, to know the difference and know that it is from Satan and not from God. So I'll be starting in uh, Job chapter one, New Living Translation, verse six. So it says this. It said one day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord. And the accuser, Satan, came with them. So who's the accuser of the brother? Satan. That's another one of his names. He came with them. He said, where, where have you? Um, so the Lord asked him, where have you um, come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered, I have been tr- um, patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. So he's been roaming the earth. Um, and he's still doing that today. So in, what, in verse 8, then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my so- servant Job? So this is the Lord bragging. On Job, he is the finest man on all the earth. He is a blameless. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. 
So, and this was Satan says, he says, Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but God has a reason. Uh, yes, but Job has a reason to fear God. You always put a wall of protection around him and his own, his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is, but reach out and take away everything he has. And he, and he will surely curse you to your faith. All right. So look, in verse 12, it says, it's all right. You may test him, the Lord said to Satan. Do whatever you want with him. Uh, do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So let Satan uh, left the Lord's presence. And I want to go back to verse 8 when it says about um, the Lord's bragging about Job's character. Have you noticed my servant Job? And he's saying the same thing about you. You know, whoever's listening, put your name. Have you notice my servant and put your name there that you know if you're a born again believer the lord is bragging about you he has great thoughts about you continually psalms 139 so when satan the accuser of the brother brethren came to you know to the lord about job he said what was the things that the lord said about job number one taking notes he was blameless blameless in the king james they said he was he was perfect and in the uh, um, dates study Bible, I encourage you to get this Bible if you don't have a study Bible. But uh, it says the word, per well, this is the King James Version, used the word perfect. Uh, so basically it says used to describe him, uh, his simplicity, um, since, you know, sincerity. Uh, he was sincere, uh, being free from guilt, evil intention towards anyone, having no part no lack in outward life. So he, you know, he didn't, his, he didn't have an intention to do evil. Uh, he was sincere in everything he did. It was from the heart. I mean, he was living a blameless life. Number two, he had a man, of, he was a man of integrity. Basically, whatever you, whatever uh, he was doing in the dark, he was doing the same thing in light. So he had no intention. His all his intentions. Uh, he was sincere. Same thing that, uh, Christian in today's society, if you're listening, this should be you. You should be a man or a woman of God of integrity. That whatever you're doing in the light, it's the same thing you're doing in the dark. You know, if somebody come into your room right now, that you're not doing anything opposite of what you're speaking or preaching. That you're 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 a man or a woman of God, true to your word. You you know you're doing exactly what you're preaching. You're doing exactly what you're telling other people to do, and how you following the Lord. You're doing exactly that. And that is the same thing that what you should be doing in the light and same thing you should be doing in the dark. It's the same thing for me. I mean, hold myself accountable that, you know, you come in the, where I'm staying at or whatever you're doing. If you see the Lord unveil and see, like, this is what Roderick is doing in the dark, you know I'm doing the same thing in the dark that I'm preaching in the light. I mean, that's only by God's grace and the whole power of the Holy Spirit. Um, within me that has made me holy as Jesus that made me hold me to live this life because I definitely couldn't do it in my own strength so it's just the point like it's that integrity the Lord gives you to being in his presence and things like that so that's how you may maintain integrity in today's society now Job had that already and this is over the old covenant we living under a new covenant with better promises so he was a man of integrity before the bible this was written the oldest book in the bible is Job he he was uh man of integrity throughout his community throughout his village throughout his area and and that really stood out to god and thirdly he feared god yes he feared god so you, what you should be doing you should be living a blameless life 
You should be a man or woman of God of integrity. And thirdly, you should be a person that fears God, have a reverence or respect for God. And that's what we're not seeing in today's society. Uh, this is the last second of time that we're living in. The Bible says, you know, just like in the days of Noah, and so it shall be in the, in the same days of the coming of the Son of Man. Like Jesus said, the same. So you're seeing people in the days of Noah did not fear God. They did not fear God. Mo you know, if you go back to Noah real quick, you know, Noah was told by God 100 you know, years in advance to build an ark because of the flood is coming. Rain is coming down. People never saw rain in their life, you know. And so it was a man of God, Moses, uh, not Moses, but <laughs> Noah was telling people like, hey, prepare because uh, the rain is coming. These people never, you know, God told me the rain is coming. They didn't fear God because if they feared God, they would have actually listened to his servant, Noah. They didn't fear God. They didn't say, oh, we never seen rain. And this guy that created everything, he cannot send rain. They'll, you know, they were probably mocking him, mocking Noah for 100 plus years, man. And you see that in today's society, people do not fear God. What they're doing and going off their emotions, you see this violence is increasing. People are lying and people are stealing. People are doing whatever their emotions are doing and they're not fearing God. They don't fear like they, they don't think their actions have consequences. Now, if you're listening, each one of us, if you're not saved, I mean, your actions, I mean, whatever wages of sin is death. Wages of sin is death. It brings death. Your actions has consequences to it. Whether that's good or bad, I mean, certain mistakes and things like that, you just can't make. I mean, certain <laughs> mistakes, I mean, it will mess up your life. You can't just go murder a person. You murder somebody. Then, yes, God will forgive you, but you will go to jail for life. <laughs> so, I mean, it's certain things that you just like, man, you can't like, you know, you can't do. So you have to fear God, like knowing that my actions, not only in the Lord's judgment, but just in my actions. And I fear God. I fear him, I have a reverence, I have a respect. You know, he saved my life. I just can't do what I want to do. I can't just do anything now. I mean, I have to, Lord, what do you think about this? What do you think about this person? You know, what, what, you know, I can't just, you know, do whatever God wants me to do. And that's the same thing for you that's listening. You cannot just, you have to have a reverence fear. And this world does not fear God. If they fear God, they would, you, the world would be in a different place right now. But this world, America, this world does not fear God. They think they're, they think they're their own God. And they're trying to go above God and do whatever it takes. They're trying to live forever. They're trying to say, oh, you, we don't need God. Just like a, a commentator from CNN say, oh, we don't need God. We don't need help from above. We don't. We just need to come together like they think they're their own God. They, you know, God has given them over to a reprobate mind and doing whatever their uh, heart and they feel his desire. So that's what you're seeing today. And. Number four, the way he uh, Joe, what stuck out in Job's character, uh, that he stayed away from evil. And that is another thing that you need to have in his last days, that you need to be staying away from evil, staying away from people that, you know, that's doing evil, doing like doing contrary to what the word saying, because uh, bad company uh, corrupts good morals, you know, but, you know, so you. You stay, you hang around people that's doing the opposite of what you believe, uh, opposite of the Bible. That's going to affect your character. That's going to affect you. Uh, so you got to be around people um, that's going to build you up. You got to be around people that's going to help you get what God has planted in your heart. The purposes of God, you have to be around those people. You have to be away from evil in this last day. And that's what Job was doing. He was away from uh he stayed away from evil, stayed away from sin. That's what something you have to do. You have to stay away from sin. You know, flee from those things. You know, 
you cannot be around those you know certain things you can't be in uh uh <laughs> the club all the time and think like oh okay you know i'm um doing something for god unless you're going in there uh <laughs> and the, you have to be directed by the holy spirit intentionally the go in there and, and preach the gospel which i know pastors uh, in the past have done and i went downtown myself uh, to preach about jesus uh and uh, doing out the bar and club areas last year in downtown orlando but that's something the Lord told me to do. I just didn't wake up and say, hey, I'm going to do this. Um, but you, I mean, but anyway, you have to stay away from evil at all times. I mean, and that's and that's one of the things you need to know is like, I mean, be led by the Holy Spirit uh, and he will help you. He's the helper. He's the confidant. He, he will help you uh, avoid such a things like that. And one thing that the what happened was uh, if we read on from uh what happened later on like after the, the satan left the lord's presence he immediately went and started to attack job so i'm just go through a couple of examples uh it's six things that uh satan used from verses chapter two uh job chapter one verses 13 all the way through uh basically the end of the chapter chapter verse 21 21 that you Job, I mean, Satan used six things uh, to attack Job. And number one, he used the Sabians. Uh, he used fire from heaven. He used the Chaldeans. He used the elements of the, the uh, atmosphere. Uh, and he used disease. And he used, in the next verse, and uh, next chapter, in chapter two, he used his, um, his wife. Uh, so, so I'll give you an example. So verse 13, this is what, he, this is what Satan did. So uh, one day when Job's sons and daughters was feasting at the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with the news. Your oxen was plowing and whipped the donkeys uh, feet in the, beside them when the Sabians, like I just mentioned, raided us. Um, they, so <laughs> who was behind the Sabians raiding them? Satan. They stole all the animals. So J John 10, 10, real fast. John 10, 10. The... <laughs> You will know the devil, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God, Jesus said, I come, might, you might have life and life more abundantly. What Satan does, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What, what the Sabians did, they said they stole all the animals and killed all, killed, he still stole, still kill, and destroy. Killed all the farmlands, and I'm the only one escaped uh, to tell you. So as he was saying this, he said, while he was still speaking, like he's telling Job, and while he's still speaking, another messenger arrived and said, the fire of God has fallen from the heavens and burnt up your sheep and all your shepherds. And I'm the only one left to, uh, to escape to tell you. So the, uh, the God has allowed Satan. He's the prince of the power of the earth. This one thing stuck out to me. So God permitted. He allowed Satan to use fire from heaven like, to, to destroy uh, his sheep and his shepherds uh, regarding it. So while he's still speaking. The guy, uh, he said a third message arrived. So all these people coming back to back to back. You can just imagine that people come back to back as he like this happened and this happened and then another person come. So third person come. He said three bands of Chaldean raiders have stolen it. There we go again. Still killing this story. Your camels and killed your servants. I'm the only one left to escape you. Why he's still speaking. Another uh, person come. Your sons and daughters were feasting in the oldest brother home. Suddenly a powerful wind swept. In the, in the in front of wilderness and hit the houses from all sides the house collapsed and all your children are dead i'm the only one to, who escaped to tell you 
So what happened? Satan used, you know, studies that show that even uh, dates said it had to be a, a, a potentially a hurricane or something that had a powerful wind that swept through the wilderness and collapsed the house and killed his, his kids. So Satan, the prince of power, can use storms. Like, so these hurricanes be like, you know, like Katrina or all these hurricanes that came against the United States in 2017. You would think like that was God, but actually God, just, just for imagine, like um, you're listening, that if you, you actually hold your left hand up and ball it up in a fist and take your right hand open and just cover that fist. See, that's God's, your right hand that's covering your left hand's fist that's balled up. That's God's protection, protection over you. Protection over America, uh, protection, and that, and when God lifts his his hand, that right hand, uh, just as an example, as a protection, it allows, you're susceptible to Satan, you're susceptible to the attacks of the enemy, that's why it's important to be born again, safe, you know, and protected by the Lord, have angels all around you, because if not, you're not safe, you're, and you're in sin, you're, your life is actually susceptible um, to the elements around, to Satan, he's the prince of the power of the air, but he also uses the elements, the the storms, and, and he used hurricanes. So hurricanes coming against the United States, came, coming against different things. The, that's not really God. That's not God doing. That's Satan. He God permitted. He allowed Satan to come. You know, and you he uses storms. He uses those things to attack, and that's what exactly happened to Job. And but one thing that Job that stuck out in verse twenty two, he said, in "All this Job did not sin by blaming God." So that's another thing that stuck out. Point five. Is do not blame God. When attack comes, we already said in John 10, 10, you need to write that down. And the enemy comes to, you need to listen, still kill and destroy. If any of those things come to your life, still kill and, or still and kill, then it comes. So it'll eventually destroy your life. So still and kill comes. So, so that's what happens. So it's still and still and kill. It's so something gets stolen from your life or somebody dies from your life. Any of those things, you know, it's not from God. It's from Satan. Sickness and disease, um, calamity, poverty, disaster. What happened to Job? As he was speaking, it was like back to back to back to back. Bad news was coming. Bad news was coming. Bad news was coming. You know, and Jesus said, I come to you, you might have life and life more abundantly. You know, the, it's real simple. Everything, the devil is bad. God is good. So it's real simple. But a lot of people are blaming God for the wrong things. It's like a lot of people use this analogy. It's like somebody's blindfolded, blindfolded you. And you can't see nobody, but somebody, but Satan punches you, like punches you and hits you. And you're like, who is that? And you're like, that's God. And you're like, and he keeps doing it enough that you eventually think in your mind, like, that's God. And that's exactly what's happening. Like, people are not noticing the attacks of the enemy, knowing if he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, uh, steal, kill, and destroy, eventually destroy what he's trying to do, then you know it's from Satan. And so that's exactly what happened. So, but not only that. He, he attacked his family, but Satan was, I mean, Satan wasn't done. He wanted to, he wanted Job. <laughs> and this is what happened in um, chapter two, verses one. I want to continue to read. One day, the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves uh, before the Lord. The accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked. And Satan uh, answered the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth. Same thing he said in chapter one, patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going uh, on. And then verse three, then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? Then 
So he said, he went through the same thing. Have you noticed my servant, Job? He is the finest man on all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God. He stays away from evil. And he has maintained his integrity, even though you urged me to harm him without cause. So this is something he maintained his integrity. Again, he didn't blame God on the attacks that came. But this was Satan said. He said, skin for skin, a man would give up everything he has to save his life. But reach out and take away his health. And he will surely curse you to your face. So this was Satan. God said, all right, do with him as you please, uh, Lord, said to Satan, but spare his life. So Satan left the presence of the Lord and he struck Job. Who did? Satan struck Job with terrible boils from his head to his foot. So what? who brought sickness? Who brought the disease? Who brought um, that to Job's life? Satan. Satan struck, he said he struck, he left the presence of the Lord, he struck Job with the terrible boils from the head, from his head to his foot. So, that's enough. Sickness, disease, all that is from Satan. You battle in a sickness and disease, you are healed. You know, by your stripes, by his stripes, Jesus stripes, you are healed if you listen to me. So, you are healed. It's already been paid for. It's already been, the Lord has laid it on the cross 2,000 years ago for your healing. Anything that comes from now on, any sickness and disease, I don't care what it is. It, it could be the common cold. This coronavirus, from devil, it's from Satan. Even if they uh, manufactured, you know, if they made it worse in the lab or whatever happened in the lab, who was behind that? Per who was behind, you know, sampling these different uh, viruses and trying to make it into a bioweapon? Who was behind that, though? Satan. So you got to understand. So what happened? Um, that's another thing. The woman... That you marry, if you listen to me, fellas or ladies, uh, if you listen to me, the man that you marry is important. It's very important. Listen to me, very important. You know, even me as a single man, I'm believing the Lord for a wife. Praise God, she's coming. And I know that the wife is a more, it's the most important decision you have to make, or you marry who you marry. It's the most important decision you have to make after giving your life to Jesus. That's the number one thing is giving your life to Christ. But the who you marry is important because what happened? Satan used Job's wife. Listen to this in verse nine. Uh, his wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied like this. Job replied, uh, you talk like a foolish woman. So what happened? His wife, Satan used his wife. Won't you? You still trying to maintain your integrity, Job? Curse God and die. Like. That's an ungodly, un ungodly wife. Any godly wife, any Proverbs 31 amplified wife would say something totally opposite. Like, Joe, I'm here to pray for you. I rebuke that uh, in the name of Jesus and start speaking up, start praying in tongues over you, you know, start speaking life over you. That will be a woman of God that will be speaking a life instead of like, no, you're still trying to serve God, you know, curse God and die. And so uh, that's important in today's that you need to know. Number one, you blame it as a you know the character traits that you need to have in these last days. You need to be, live a blameless life, maintain integrity, fear God, stay away from evil, and do not blame God. And know that any sickness, any disease, any destruction, any calamity, any accidents, car accidents. I remember I went. In, uh, I'm about to close. I remember I had. I was about to go to Paris, France, in 2018. Happy, excited, about to go go overseas for the first time, not knowing. The Lord was like a pre it was like a preview because I was going to go back to overseas. He was preparing me to go to Africa, you know, the following year to preach the gospel, which I already did. 
But me gearing up to go working and things like that, I think I want to go to the mall and get some clothes and stuff like. I was just preparing to go overseas for the first time to France, and and I and I I, I was in traffic, and I heard a loud boom in a car doing like eighty miles per hour, I don't know seventy to eighty, was spinning out of control, going straight towards me. But by the hand of the Lord, angel, I had to be moved the car. It was about to hit my back back of my car, basically head on. And I'm looking in the rear view like, I can't do nothing. I'm in traffic. So the hand of the Lord had to be an angel. Pushed his car out of the way. He only tapped my car on the side, and the car didn't even flip over. He actually maintained on the side. The guy was all right. Fast forward the story. Um, he had blood on his face, but he was just glass. And I ended up leading him to the Lord, telling him about Jesus. So it turned around for my good. Um, but that was Satan attack against that guy and me trying to... Uh, bring trying to really kill me because if you looked at it from the angle i look at i said man this is about to be a terrible accident so you know any accident that comes it's trying to it's gonna any accident is not it's not good so you know it's from satan all those things you get you need to know that like i said i repeat sickness disease calamity poverty d destruction accidents things like that sickness what's going on COVID 19 all these things is from satan 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 you need to know you need to get in your mind amen Amen. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. I hope you did. And if you listen to me, you never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Today is the day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Don't put this off another minute. Don't try to say I give my life to Jesus in 2021. Let me live my life. You see what's going on in society today. These are all signs pointing to the return of Christ. He is returning soon. He wants you to come home. He is calling you home now. How you say how he's calling me home? through me like he's using me. And he's calling you home. He wants you to give your life to him now. He loves you. He has a great plan for your life. But you have to make that personal decision. You have to make a decision. He's not going to force you. He's a gentleman. He's going to ask. I'm asking through. He's pleading through me to tell you, you know, that day is the day. Come home. If you never received Jesus as your personal Lord to Savior, today is the day to do that. Secondly, if you did receive Jesus as your personal Lord to Savior, but something happened. COVID-19 hit you. You lost your job. See, you know, you might have caught COVID-19. You know, might have known somebody that had it and died or any sickness, any cancer, anything happened to you and something happened and you just just fell away and just backslid. And you and but you want to come home. Today is the day to make that decision. The Lord has never left you <laughs> just to let you know that he has never left you and he's calling you home thirdly if you just don't have that reassurance like man if i die this very second if i go lay, lay my head on the pillow tonight and go to sleep and not wake up i just don't have that reassurance without a shadow of a doubt that i'll go to heaven so if that's you you fit in those three categories i want you to say this prayer with me real fast just say jesus i surrender a hundred percent of my heart to you i repent come into my heart jesus i believe that you died for me i believe that you risen from the dead and I believe that you're coming back again for me very, very soon. Say, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Say, I'm saved, born again, forgiven, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. If you said that prayer, I want to congratulate you. Comment, share this uh, podcast, let the people know. Uh, yeah, so God bless you. Have a blessed day. Continue to listen to these podcasts as I continue to put them out as I prepare to go overseas to Tanzania. In Jesus' name, God bless. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. 
all my links are at the bottom if you want to continue to follow on what i'll be doing preparing to move to zanzibar tanzania with my overland missions family uh i'll be continuing to put out these podcasts so like it share it do whatever it takes to get the the gospel out in a name above every other name the name of jesus god bless